106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, and this is Drive Radio KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Again, we are live in uh, the car show, car, truck, and bike show, the Crankers Hot Rods. We are at the American Legion Post 1111-9959 Old Wadsworth Boulevard, uh, which, again, we're just in between 92nd and 104th on Old Wadsworth. Really easy to find. If you're over in the Westminster area, most of you know where that's at. Our lines are open, 303-477-5600. Jeff Kitty with me today. And for this first couple of segments, my Uncle Bill Rush and my dad Dick Rush are with us as well because they brought a car along that I thought maybe they could, maybe you guys could, could talk about. Well, hey, thanks for having us, John. Well, I'm glad you're here. Well, it's a, you guys are actually here at most of the car shows. You just never come on air. Yeah, you, well, you never invite us. That's oh, jeez. That's the biggest problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're here now. Okay. You're here now. Well, this is, it's a 1933 Ford, actually. Um, chopped uh, about four inches. Uh, it's got a louvered hood and deck lid. It's all steel car. It's uh, built on a 34 chassis. It's got a, uh, a flathead V8 engine in it with uh, Edelbrock heads and dual carburetors and a five-speed transmission and a quick change rear end. Makes it working and it's here. Yeah, it, this was the first, really first trip we've had in it. That's it's nice. Goody place. So. It's a fun car. So that's it. Lost a hubcap on the way over. Oh yeah. no! Yeah. Did we find it? No. 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 We got to find it. I, I don't know where it went. I didn't even know it was lost until we got here. It's probably about as but, thick as a paper. You know, it's all crushed. We'll, we'll have <laughs> to look for it on over. the way back home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be like a frisbee now. Yeah. So. Uh, that's good. That's good. No, it's a, it's a good car. Those of you that are uh, out and about today, please stop by and say hi. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Been a lot of folks have already come through, and we appreciate that as well. Good food. There's special drinks. There's hamburgers, hot dogs. It's all here. And all of the proceeds benefit the American Legion. And, again, on the anniversary of 9-11, uh, you know, it was 20 years ago today, where that, that happened. That was a Tuesday back then. I remember the day vividly and what was going on and what I was doing that morning when all of that happened. I think most people do. And, you know, the unknowns that we had and not knowing what was going to happen next, and, you know, for especially those of us that were business owners at the time, it was just one of those things where you really didn't know what, you know, what the next day was going to hold. And it was a really, you know, trying time for, uh, for those of us, not only in business, but for everybody out there that's listening as well. And, again, it's just a great day to commemorate what happened on 9-11, not to forget it. Jeff and I talked about this during the, the first hour on Fix-It Radio. Freedom isn't free, guys. Nope. There's a cost to it. And I don't know that all of our young people and, and folks out there today really understand what I just said. Freedom has a cost. And for those of you listening, you know what I say on a weekly basis, and I talk about this almost daily. Uh, but you know what? You can't have freedom and safety at the same time. They don't exist together, folks. That's right. If you want freedom, 
you're going to give up some safety. If you want safety, you're going to give up some freedom. Point proven. Look at what's happened throughout COVID in the last 18 months, and that proves my point. Mm -hmm. If you want safety, which, by the way, I don't think even exists, you give up freedom. If you want freedom, you're not going to have the safety that goes along with it. Just the way it is, folks. Well, it was a it was a horrible period of time there. On you know, I can remember what I was doing at that time, and I think probably everybody does mm-hmm. remembers where they were and and uh, what happened. It was a gosh, it was just a horrible thing to see happen. Sure was. No, you you are correct. And again, we cannot forget what happened on that day. Paul, you're up first today. What's going on, sir? John, uh, I don't know. In the last few months, you mentioned a product for uh, stopping a leaking cooling system that you thought worked pretty good, and I failed to write it down. Uh, it is a product called, uh, it starts with a K, K-Seal, K-Seal. K-Seal, all right. And it does work very well. Now, I will say to everybody listening, it's not a permanent fix, but, and my dad can attest to this, a lot of six-liter Ford diesel engines have EGR coolant leakage issues. And I can tell you that we had a particular snowstorm where we had one of those that started to leak during the middle of a snowstorm. And it was one of our longer storms where this particular truck had a, uh, you know, had a, a sander unit mounted to the back of it, uh, Paul. And we had to go several days before we knew we were going to be able to, you know, drop that off, you know, stop using that truck and, and spend the time necessary to put the EGR cooler in and fix it. So we went ahead and ordered a bottle of K-Seal. My dad and I did. And we poured it in that six-liter Ford, and sure enough, it sealed it up. And we ran through the rest of that snowstorm. We did fix it after that was done. How long that would have stayed and lasted, I have no idea. But we fixed it to get through that snowstorm with K-Seal only. Yep, that's right. Well, and it worked. And, and it doesn't doesn't plug up the cooling system. It does not. And I don't know how it does all of that. I don't know what's <laughs> in the product. And maybe, Jeff, you know more about this I than I do. I have no idea. I don't know what they have in it, Paul, to do that. But, no, it's not like a lot of the older products where, you know, bars leak and things like that would plug up the heater cores and things like that. This product will not do that. Well, thank you so much for that. You're very welcome, Paul. Appreciate the, appreciate the question. And got, yeah, guys, I don't, I don't know how it does that. There was a stuff we used to use called a Luma seal. Yeah, do they still have that? They still make that, although this stuff's better. Is it? Yeah, and I don't know why. Now, this is a liquid. For all those of you listening, it it comes in a like a pint container, I guess you could say, and you put in a certain amount depending upon the capacity of the cooling system. But it's a liquid. You know, you shake it up, you pour it in, and and it's like magic. I don't know what's in it, but it, it basically finds. The hole, and I think it works off of an air principle, so it knows if there's a hole there and it's leaking out, it'll hit that. The air then will help seal that mm-hmm. leak up, but it'll fix anything from, like I, like I said a moment ago, this EGR and a 6-liter Ford to head gaskets and things like that. And I'll tell you what, the leak on a, on a EGR and a Ford, they can be pretty big. It's not just a teeny pinhole that they get. They'll get pretty, you know, they'll get pretty mm-hmm. big. And in this case, it sealed it right up. And we and we now keep some as a fleet shop. We always have a, a bottle or two of that around just for those sorts of emergencies where if that came up and we've got to get through a snowstorm you know, or something along those lines, we can. So, uh, anyways, you guys walked around the show more than I did. What other cars do we have here? Well, there's, uh, there's some early cars. There's some late cars and some custom cars. Some of them are all original. That Mercury convertible that just pulled in, mm-hmm. I haven't seen one of those cars in years. Mm. With a with a electric top, the whole works. Right, terrific car, good restoration. 
There's a Plymouth back there that's one of my favorites. I don't know what engines it got in it, but it's a what year is it, about a 38? Probably, yeah, 37, 38, yeah. 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 And, of course, we've got some other people that we know that we got some motorcycles here that everybody ought to come look at. Yeah, they should. Because they should. this is this is something that I have never ridden in. But one of them's got a blower on it. It's a three-wheel trike. One's got a blower. One's got a whole bunch of other stuff they're on it. They're both big blocks. Yeah, they're both yeah. big blocks. And I don't know how I, I – These closest ones are. I don't know what's on the next two yeah. down. There's four of them here. Yeah. yeah I mean, or three, I should say. Three yeah. of them here. Th- that has got to be a wild ride. And you the paint to... on them is phenomenal, oh, by the absolutely. way. Oh, yeah. For you, you, those of you listening, you need to come by just to look at the murals and the paint absolutely. and the things that are on them. It's a, they're a work of art. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's worth a trip just out here to see those. It really is. Yeah, yeah they, they're literally a work of art all by yeah. themselves. Yeah, they're terrific. And, and most of the guys there are old. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. <laughs> well, they're not. There's a bunch of young people here, well, too. Know, but <laughs> they're not old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're old to me. <laughs> well, you know, uh, and here, but, you know, my dad's right. We and, and here's the thing. We need more young people in this, yes, and we really do. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the car world, in fact, this, this, this era and the things that we're looking at right here today will not survive if we don't have young people now, you know, getting back into this. I call it a sport or a hobby. We need some young people in it, and it takes bringing, you know, your youngster, literally, out to events like this to get them involved and get them to see what this is about to pique their interest because once they do, you know, no offense, this stuff gets in your blood, and it really never goes away, but you're never going to have young people doing this if you don't bring them out to these types of events. And and I know we're at this event today, and this is a great event, and I appreciate Louie Allison having us out. My pinstriper is the one that, you know, got us here and everything, and I appreciate him (laughs) doing that. But I will also tell you that today there are there are car shows going on pretty much today all over town. And, you know, I'm not taking anything away from the one we're at, but literally you could make the circuit today, spend a little time here. There's another one not too far from here. There's the big good guys show that's up in Loveland today and tomorrow. So, yeah, you could come out today, hang out down around here, go to Loveland tomorrow. I mean, there's all sorts of things going on this weekend. My point being, if you've got a younger and by the way, they don't have to be in their teens and being able to drive. In fact, by then, you've probably lost interest. You need to get them out here when they're 8, 9, 10 years of age, not when they're 19. Yeah. doesn't mean that yeah. a 19-year-old won't be interested in but you, the earlier you get them started, the better off you'll be on having them have some interest in this. And, you know, my dad will tell you this, and, and I heard him say this back when I was a kid, because you know, I'm one of those kids that – Guys, when I was a kid, I should say, I had a paper out, and then I worked at an early age, and, you know, I enjoyed making money, and I enjoyed cars, and I'll be the first to admit it, I put a lot of money in cars back in the day, probably more than most kids my, well, I do know more than most kids my age would have ever done, just because it was my hobby, it's what I enjoyed doing, but I will tell you this, and my dad knew, knew this full well, and my uncle as well, being involved in all of this, I didn't do drugs, I never got bailed out of jail. I wasn't a drunk. I didn't hang out with the wrong crowd at the wrong time at the wrong place. And I, I attribute a lot of that to you know my upbringing, number one. But then being involved in the things that we're seeing here today and having you know a hobby. And I played football and all that as well. But doing all of this on top of those things, it, you know, it just keeps you busy and with some interest in things. Because the worst thing you can do to a kid is have him be bored. Right. Absolutely. You know, when we were kids, we. We we joined the Boulder Timing Association. I joined in about 1958. Uh, it's the second oldest hot rod club in Colorado. And uh, we built a drag strip um, when we uh, got caught drag racing out on the streets. And 
the police department helped us get this arranged. And we built a drag strip, which was one of only five NHRA-sanctioned hmm. drag strips that were still dirt. And uh, we ran that thing for several years. And, and, and we're just a bunch of young kids, 16, 17, 18 years old, most of us. Yeah. And... Uh, it was a, it was a fun thing, and I and I'm encouraged to see people like Bandemir, mm-hmm. yep. you know, working with these young kids, Agreed. getting them out there. God bless um, him. Yep. Yeah, God bless them, and we we need that. Um, this is a fun industry. It, it keeps you out of trouble. I mean, we we didn't have any problems. We all hung out together. We didn't we didn't drink. We didn't we didn't smoke right. marijuana. We right. didn't know anything. Right. I mean, we we we. We're involved in cars. Right. That's what it was, and it was a fun thing. It so, really is. All right, we'll yeah. take a quick break. We're going to come back again. We're live at the American Legion, post 1111, 100th and Old Wadsworth. Again, we're really between 92nd and 104th on Old Wads. If you come down Old Wads, either direction, north or south, off of either road, we'll be here. You can't miss us, and there's just a lot of fun out here today. Cars, people, uh, stuff. Drinks, food, you name it, it's all here. Stop by, say hi. Chris, I know you're on the phone next. Hang tight. We'll come right back to you. we got lines open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Home values are rising 8 10 and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298-191. For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out hiking the trail safely with your dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today, 303-708-8050, or check them out, LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, 
EPR, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Other financial advisors may help your money grow, but they do not plan ahead to minimize taxes in retirement. Al Smith goes beyond mere asset management to help you create a written retirement plan that will withstand a stress test. You can't predict the future, but you suspect taxes may go up by the time you retire. You want to know how to protect your nest egg from increased taxes so your money will last. Imagine a document you can hold in your hands that contains contingency plans for unexpected healthcare events, runaway inflation, stock market fluctuations, and higher taxes. Your retirement plan with Golden Eagle Financial will provide a clearer view of what your retirement will look like tax-wise. Schedule a free, no-obligation consultation with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Fill out the contact form now at klzradio.com money. Planning with purpose. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560, live at the Crankers Hot Rod Car, Truck, and Bike Show in, in honor of September 11th. It's the 20th anniversary, as you all know, and a great place to be today, by the way, the American Legion post 1111. We're at 100th and Old Wadsworth, and there'll be some raffles going on a little bit later today. They've got drink specials, hamburgers, hot dogs, breakfast burritos. There's a bake sale going on that benefits the Ladies Auxiliary and all the proceeds today. Uh, benefit the American Legion itself. So my uncle and my dad are both with me today, uh, Bill Rush, Dick Rush, and, of course, Jeff Kitty, uh, who used to be Larry's Automotive and Transmission. But Well, is, uh, I, could, I can tell you one thing. It's, it's been my uh, honor to be involved with these two gentlemen. Well said. They, uh, they have a history between them that uh, is beyond compare. Mm-hmm. And probably know more about all the stuff here today than literally anybody. <laughs> they've they've told me about not stuff I didn't even know existed. I'm not exaggerating, am I, Jeff? So, all right, let's take some calls. Chris, you are next. What's going on today, Chris? Hey, uh, 03 Duramax, 250,000. Okay. Um, symptom is uh, appears to have not much boost. Smokes at idle, black smoke. What do you think? Have you done anything to it? What I mean, what's the what's the uh, prognosis at this point? I mean, just just started, or has it progressively gotten worse? Have you done anything to it at this point? Progressive power loss over one year's time. Okay. Questionable mechanic diagnosis of injectors. Um, That's common. It is common on those, so I, I wouldn't say you know I wouldn't rule that out i'd want to make sure that that is in fact you know what's going on you can do a power balance through a factory scan tool on that to determine whether or not it is an injector issue or not in fact a factory scan tool will tell you a lot about what's going on with that particular vehicle you, what you're describing could very well be bad injectors do, do you know how much boost it's actually making as far as you know psi no we'll have scanner wednesday it's on the way okay um, you got to and what scan, what scanner are you getting? Uh, the owner's got it. He ordered it online. I've got no clue what he's doing. 
Um, I'm stuck okay. in the middle with this. How do you do a compression check on this? Uh, there, there's a diesel compression uh, gauge that you have to use. You pull the injectors out to actually do that on a diesel, and you you can do that, and that is something you may want to do. But at 250, uh, you know, that engine will run much, much longer than that. I doubt very seriously if it has any kind of compression issues. And if it runs on a diesel, you know, and there's no miss in it, typically you don't have a compression issue because that's how they operate, as you know. Yeah, it's cranking symmetrically. I can hear that. Okay. And uh, we'll see what we find. I want to do a valve check. He hasn't had the valve covers off ever. Um, okay. If it's never had in, if it's never had injectors as an O3, I can almost tell you it needs them. Period. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. At two uh, at 250, because they had they actually had a was it a recall dad or a bulletin they did on those back then? Was it an actual factory recall? Yeah, it, it was a recall. Mine's a 2002. And it was a recall yeah. on it. And I think the O2s and O3s, I believe, uh, uh, Chris, are, were, were a part. You'd have to look and see if that was a part of the recall. Now, that's, I'm, sure that that, I'm sure that's not applicable to yours any longer, but it does show you that that was a known issue back then. Yeah, I get you on that. What's the possibilities of having a tight turbo shaft? Rare. If anything, it'll be loose. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay, that's good. Um, how about pulling valve cover bolts? What am I looking at? Is this going to be a pain in the butt? If you're going to do all that, do injectors. You're already there. I mean, that's what you got to do, do injectors anyway. And, and injectors, are it's a full-day job, as you know. That's a 10-, 12-hour job on that engine. Yeah, yeah, I get that. That looks like it's going to be a hell of a job. And you just might, I mean, at that point, you might as well order injectors, have them ready to go, and order high-quality, first-run, not-reman injectors. You know, get good, high-quality injectors for it. And, and if you're going to go to all of that, just put them in anyways. How about Bosch reman? I would not do reman injector, period, if it were me. Got it. I would do that new injectors. Sense. All right. That makes sense to me. Too How much, much work. Now, if it, was, if it was an easier one to change, okay, fine, take your chances away you go. But, you know, if it was a 5.9 Cummins or something like that where they're very easy to do, fine, whatever, that's a whole different scenario. In this one, and even they can be an issue, by the way, but in this one where you've got that much labor to do them, just do new injectors. Do it right. Yeah. No, that makes sense to me. How about torque spec for the fuel line going into the injector? I'd have to look that one up. The top of my head, I don't know. That's fine. I'd have, to, I'd have to look it up, Chris. Okay. All right. I appreciate your time. Thank you, buddy. You're very welcome, Chris. Thank you very much. And, and for everybody listening, too, by the way, and what I meant by you know factory scan tool is you know, that's a Tech 2 that works on that particular vehicle. And there's some of, for some of you that are driving some of these older diesels and stuff, you can buy an older, outdated Tech 2 that will still work for that vehicle and give you tons and tons of information. You can buy those on you know, eBay used and or some knockoffs that still work the same way. And I know that firsthand. Uh, you can actually buy some of those for 500 or less. So if you're going to have a vehicle like that and have it long term, not a bad thing to actually have in your toolbox at the same time. Randy, you're up next. What's going on, sir? Hey, this is Randy from Colorado. Hey, Randy, how are you, sir? Kansas, and now I'm back in Colorado. <laughs> I made it to Lyman. <laughs> how are you? I'm the way back. I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm good, sir. I like asking smart people smart questions. That's why I'm calling you. I think I'm not a mechanic. As Doogie said, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. I'm not a mechanic, but I'm kind of savvy. I think I have a vacuum leak. I did have one done about a year ago on my cruise. Now it has to do with the air conditioning. And I'm getting a bunch of horror stories because a vacuum leak is not compression. 
they're talking about the oil and the old can they put in there that you can't find. And But anyway, the deal is when I go up these prolonged hills like Kiowa to 70 or even here on 70 up to the exit to the Kiowa exit, those prolonged uh-huh. hills, if my air is on max, it kind of fizzles out. And, you know, it's because I'm asking for more vacuum. So someone said I may have a pinhole. The vacuum leak has been done, but he said it may be that check valve which, by the way, you can't buy. You're lucky if you get it at a junkyard, and it's 20 years old. So I put some uh, J.P. Weld all over mine and cleaned it up. Uh, well, you, and and real quick, Randy, which one of your vehicles is this? Uh, I sold the Dodge, so this would be my 99 Jeep. The, the, uh, and I can't remember. Is that a, is that a Cherokee? Yeah, Jeep Cherokee Sport 4.0 straight six. Most likely, and the main cause of what you're talking about on that vehicle is the the plastic pod that's up underneath the passenger side front bumper would go bad. They would crack and get a hairline crack in them. That's typically what balls. went bad on those. I, yeah, it's a, it's a big, you know, they're either a long, yeah. long plastic yeah. cylinder or the ball. Have you replaced yep. that yet? I haven't, but within about a year ago, I had a vacuum I had a vacuum check done because of my cruise, and I'm sure, I don't know how he did it, but I'm sure he would have checked it. I mean, he fixed the vacuum leak. It was a T, one of the T's you, that are you, real okay. close to that. Real quick, you can check it yourself. Just crawl right. underneath. There's a set of lines yeah. coming into it. Pull them yep. off. Yep. If you hear vacuum, you know, if you hear air going into it, you know it's good. If nothing happens, it's bad. Okay, because I have I have messed with that, but I don't know if I took the line off. But That's all you got to do. Pull- pin, somebody said maybe a pinhole in that actuator or whatever. I doubt let it. Let me tell you. Let me that, tell you and again, I'm just, I'm just telling you from experience how many of those I've worked on over the years. That's the right. number one cause of what you're encountering. That little ball. Yep. Okay. But real quick, let me and, and, and real quick, to re- and for everybody listening, and you too. Randy, the reason for that is where they mounted that, it's in a very harsh area of the vehicle. It gets lots of road right. debris, you know, vibration, right. things like that. I mean, it's up underneath the bumper, which, by the way, was a really stupid place for Jeep to put that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, about the only place there they could. Yep. And, and because of that, though, those things were real prone for developing cracks, pinholes, things like that, and they just won't hold vacuum. Now, it will hold vacuum when the engine's running, but not enough to where if you're going up a long hill, that's the storage device for the vacuum system itself because a lot of other things work off of vacuum on that vehicle, as you know, from the four-wheel drive to the heater and so on. And if that doesn't have enough storage, it won't run everything. It won't operate at all. So do you want me to, when I check that, do you want me to have the air on, pull the line, and then listen for something? No, I want it to be turned completely off. I want you to crawl under the bumper and pull the line off. If it makes noise... It's good. If nothing happens, it's bad. Simple as that. Yep. It's that simple. So no this is not rocket science. No, I'll just replace it. But let me throw this in real quick before you let me go. If I got that on max and I'm going up that hill, that's that problem. If I turn it down to regular air after the car cools off, I don't have a problem. So that shows you that how small of a pinhole this must be. Yeah, typically, and, and again, most of the cracks that were in those weren't huge. I mean, we're not talking about, I mean, I've seen some where there's a crack, why, you know, it, it created a vacuum leak and the engine wouldn't even run, run correctly. But right. most of those, right. the engine and everything will still run correctly because there's not enough of a leak to cause a problem. But right. it won't store the vacuum necessary to operate everything. So pull that line, and I want to hear something, and that'll let yes. me know it's good. Yeah, anything what you're hearing, if it's good, 
If it's good, what you're hearing when you pull the line off is air coming back in to that canister, not coming out of it, because it's a vacuum canister. It's sucking, it's holding vacuum. So nothing to do with the hose I pull off, the little line I pull off. It's the round thing. I want to listen to see if there's That's anything right. coming in or out. That's correct. So one more time. I want to hear, for, for the good shot, I'm sorry to keep saying that, but for the good thing, I want to hear noise. That's right. Okay. All right. Thank you. If you sir. if you if you if you hear nothing, we know that unit is bad, and we want to replace it. And that's a real easy way on that vehicle. Everybody listening to check that. And again, we a lot of vehicles, by the way, used storage tanks. It wasn't just Jeep, but a lot of them though were stored in places that were a lot more forgiving than where that one happened to be stored. And, and, and in their defense, I guess there wasn't too many places on that vehicle where you could actually put. A canister. They were doing a metal canister up underneath the hood for a while on some of the older first versions, and they weren't much better, Jeff. They were yeah. junk too, and because they, they got hot and they and they weren't enough. They were they were about half the size of the ones they'd put up underneath the bumper. So, anyways, Becky, hang tight. We'll come right back to you, Tom, as well. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. The team at Extreme Auto Repair doesn't make excuses. Right now, auto repair shops across the country have full lots because nobody can find the parts they need. Delays in the supply chain have led to nationwide shortages, so suppliers have started raising prices. Smaller shops run by one or two guys just don't have the time or resources to spend hours on the phone hunting down parts. Corporate chains don't care enough to even try. The team at Extreme Auto Repair takes every delay personally. They don't believe in sitting back and hoping things will get better, nor will they gouge their customers. Thanks to their buying power, the team at Extreme Auto has more leverage than a one- or two-person shop, along with the manpower to locate parts. They're working harder to protect their customers by maintaining competitive prices and wait times. Fill out the contact form now at klzradio.com extreme for an exclusive Rush to Reason discount. Extreme Auto Repair in Parker. Promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air listens to their customers. After every AC installation, the customer service team at Absolute calls the homeowners to thank them for their patronage. During the phone call, they also ask about the customer's experience with Absolute. The leadership team at Absolute takes customer feedback seriously, implementing company-wide changes based on the responses they receive. Just in the past couple of months, Absolute has hired their first team of boiler techs based on customer demand so they may serve homeowners with non-traditional heating systems this winter. Normally, HVAC companies have a hard time finding boiler techs because boilers require a very specific skill set. 
Fortunately for Absolute, techs want to work for a company that listens. Thanks to their 800 Google reviews, averaging 4.9 stars out of 5, Absolute attracts some of the most experienced talent in the industry. Call the team that listens, 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Stop by the Absolute Electrical booth at the Denver Home Show, September 17th through the 19th at the Colorado Convention Center. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call Today we've had a national tragedy. We're talking about massive casualties here at the moment, and we have two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center. That is extraordinary. May God bless the victims, their families, and America. Thank you very much. Crawford Broadcasting, remembering 9/11. All right, we're back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. And, yes, we are honoring 9-11, 20th anniversary of today. And let's not ever forget, and I mean that sincerely, folks, freedom isn't free, and we need to make sure we remember that and support those men and women that are out fighting for us on a daily basis. You need to fight as well for our freedom on a daily basis. And we talk about that daily from 3 to 6 on Rush to Reason. But uh, if you ever get a chance, and please tune in and listen. We talk a lot of things outside of the car world uh, on that program as well. And, uh, and again, folks, we're at the car show today, the Crankers Hot Rod Car, Truck, and Bike Show. This is at the American Legion Post 1111-9959 Wadsworth Boulevard, Old Wadsworth Boulevard. So really, we're right in between 92nd and 104th on Old Wads. There's drinks, hamburgers, hot dogs, breakfast burritos, I think might still be in there. You name it, it's all here. And if you want to vote for a car, which they're doing today, uh, you can do that. We just need to have your vote in by Noon. So we got a little over an hour, about an hour and 20 minutes for you to get that in. And uh, we'll, we'll, they'll take those and they'll actually announce that at 1 o'clock here today. All right, I think Becky's been holding the longest. Becky, what can we do for you? Thanks for holding. Hi, guys. Thanks for your show, and um, I appreciate all you do. So thanks for that. 
I need a recommendation on a vehicle. I live on my ranch. It's 10 miles of dirt road to get to the nearest uh, blacktop, and I'm hard on this vehicle. Right now, I drive a Chevy Uplander uh, 2008, and I adore it but it's at 220,000 miles, and it's starting to nickel and dime me. So I'm having to think of or look at something else that's as heavy duty because I carry everything from kids, farm animals, and feed in this vehicle. I do have a truck that I use for everything farm-related, but I need a daily driver that can hold up to everything I need it to do. Any thoughts? And you're trying to replace that sort of, uh, uh, how do I want to say, uh, vehicle in regards to its size, shape, carrying capacity, and so on? Yep, exactly. Well, and, and again, I, I guess that next question is, what's your budget? Um, I would go anywhere up to 20, um, and I'm fine with a used vehicle. I just don't. I mean, if I need to go higher than that, I can. I'm not necessarily looking for new because I'm so hard on the vehicle. Sure. Uh, I would buy, if you could find a good clean used one, and there are some out there, and you'll have to pay around this dollar figure to find one, and I would just buy whatever you can as far as the late model. In other words, buy as new as you can for that 20000 but I'd buy a Yukon or a Tahoe. Perfect. And the gas mileage is pretty decent because I'm getting, I mean, like, I don't need great gas mileage. but Probably the same as you have now or better. No, yeah. It, Perfect. It, depending That's on, what if I you, need. If you buy one of the later model ones with the 5.3 engine, which there's plenty of those around, yeah, those will get the same mileage you're getting in your Uplander right now. Oh, perfect. Yeah, this vehicle is a tank, and, I mean, I've had it in some rough situations, but it's hard to find anything built that's tough anymore, and they don't make these anymore. So. Yeah, and you and you won't find, and the reason I say, for everybody listening, the reason I say Tahoe Yukon is, A, reliability is great. It's a full-frame, body-on-frame vehicle. Uh, parts are easily available. It's easy to fix. It's going to be easy to fix on down the road. That's not going to be an issue. Probably the biggest weak link in one that you find in that price range, and you'll just have to make sure that it's in good condition, and Jeff can attest to that, is transmission. That's going to be the biggest thing you'll okay. need to make sure is still good and that everything is you know up to speed on that. And, again, a good shop can go through that and tell you if it is or isn't. Uh, but, again, those are, those are great vehicles for what you're doing. And, frankly, uh, honestly, Becky, I can't think of anything else. Knowing what you do and what you've had prior, I don't think you're going to buy anything else that will work as well as a Tahoe or a Yukon. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I just didn't even know where to start. We, that they're all wheelchair um, conversions with low miles, and I obviously don't need that. So, um, but I, I really appreciate it, guys, and I appreciate all your help. And all if I find one, I'll bring it to you guys to have it checked out Perfect. before I buy it. Perfect, Becky. And if you need any help on that, even even if you see one and say, hey, I'm, I'm interested in this, what do you think? You can send me, you know, email me the link or whatever, and I can look at that as well for you. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you, Becky. Appreciate it very much. And Tom is up next. Tom, welcome to Drive Radio. How are you? Water. Water. Hey, I'm good. Thanks. I got a question and a statement. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Tom. We can hear you. Go ahead. Uh, uh, what, what has changed in the technology where we, you know, current engines can go 200, 250,000 
without burning oil? Is it the ring technology or the machining or what? Uh, we actually, my dad and I were talking about this and my uncle yesterday. Uh, you know, lots of things actually. Yes, yes, and yes to what you just said. On top of that, uh, you know, the advent of overdrive transmissions when they came out back in the day, uh, that lowered the engine RPM to where we're not running as much RPM in an engine as we once were. You know, it's half of what it used to be as far as that's concerned. And fuel injection, honestly, Tom, and, and a great example of this, and we were talking about this yesterday, and my uncle, you know, sold these back in the day. Uh, but you take an 86 Chevy or GMC half-ton truck with a 350 engine and a carburetor with a still had an automatic overdrive transmission in it, and you had a certain mileage range with that truck. Typically, engine-wise, was 125 to 150 in that area, in that in that era, kind of in that in that world, I should say. You could go one year newer, and literally everything on it was virtually the same. I mean, there was a little bit of differences in the engine itself, as far as you know, camshaft configuration and things like that. But as far as metallurgy, pistons, rings, valves, all of that, identical to what it was the prior year. The only difference is they did throttle body injection. GM did that in 87. Same exact truck, same square body truck, nothing else any different, no difference in aerodynamics, and that engine would go 250 to 300 all day long, which told you that fuel injection alone has helped with all of this on top of everything else you just said. Oil's been another And oil. Yep. Oil is the other thing. That's, that's right. That I think is really important. This synthetic, this this one that I've got, this pickup I'm driving, has got two hundred and sixty thousand on it. Right. And uh, it works fine. Dick's got one that's got more than that on it. So. Yeah, they'll they'll literally, Tom. <clears throat> some of these cars will run. Literally, the engines will probably, you know, depending upon who's using the vehicle and how well they're carrying for the rest of it, the engines will outlast the rest of the car in some cases. The way some people take care of them. Yep. Right. That's right. Okay. Second uh, statement, I guess, is, uh, you know, you hear all these stories about people renting uh, uh, renting trucks and, and traveling across the country and having uh, having the truck stolen in a parking lot. I Why can't they come up with some sort of an electronic kill switch on these uh, rental trucks? That the owner or the renter could just hit a bu- hit a button of some kind and and kill the ignition to where they can't be stolen. They can. That's very available. Uh, th- th- that technology exists in a lot of other you know cars and even fleet trucks that are on the road today. Tom, uh, very easily done. That that is not impossible. What you just said. I'm guessing that when it comes to some of those rental fleets, it's a it's probably a game of numbers and how much it costs them to install that on those versus how many they lose. My gut feeling is it's a it's probably a game that they're you know they're looking at those actuaries on a regular basis determining what's what's more beneficial and I'm guessing as the the theft occurrence increases you will probably see that at some point. Yeah, I agree. It, it just agree. seems like such a common a common occurrence in these hotel parking lots and uh I, I know I couldn't sleep if I had everything in a truck and <laughs> trying to wake up in the morning to see if it's still there. Yeah, I don't know that I would stop. And, and or if I did, I would be sleeping in the truck at a rest stop for a few minutes and I'd keep driving. I, I don't know that I have enough confidence in that like you. I don't think I could. I, I couldn't leave a truck parked in a hotel parking lot with all my stuff in it. I'd be sleeping in it. I would not let it go ever. Yeah. Okay, I appreciate the uh, information. No, you're very welcome, Tom. And by the way, great question. I appreciate that. Wayne, hang tight. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Modern windshields help protect the occupants of your vehicle in the event of a collision, so quality counts. In today's vehicles, your windshield has become a structural component of your car. The glass requires a specific amount of pressure to keep your windshield from literally popping out during impact. Even the quality of the resin that glues your windshield to your frame can make a difference. Since they invented windshield repair in 1972, Novus Auto Glass has continued to perfect their technique. Unlike most of their competitors, Novus can repair cracks up to a foot long without sacrificing the integrity of your windshield. Industry-wide delays in the supply chain have forced manufacturers to limit the quantity of glass they sell to individual shops, so you may need to wait longer for a new windshield. The sooner you contact Novus Auto Glass, the better chance you have at saving money with a repair. Contact a Novus location near you at klzradio.com forward slash glass. The rebate program with American National Insurance saves everyone money by incentivizing responsible money management. Depending on the cost, customers of Paul Leuenberger will sometimes choose to pay out of pocket rather than making a claim because they'd rather receive the sizable rebate at the end of three years than pay their deductible now. As a result, American National Insurance tends to pay out fewer claims each year compared to the competition, which is in part what gives them an A credit rating. American National Insurance then passes along that benefit to their customers by keeping their rates as good or better than their competition. With other insurance companies, you'd need to purchase extra rider policies at additional cost in order to receive comparable coverage. But American National Insurance rewards personal responsibility. Call Paul Lewinberger now for more comprehensive home insurance coverage at remarkably reasonable rates. 303-662-0789. 303-662-0789. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The Performance Oil Service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. RoofMax is the fountain of life for your roof and will bring your shingles back to life. The natural oils in the asphalt protect your roof as weather and temperature cause the material to expand and contract daily. This oil gradually evaporates over time, causing your shingles to dry out and lose their flexibility. You may start to see your shingles cracking, breaking, streaking, and curling. Granules may begin flaking off. RoofMax could reverse minor curling, cracking, and granule loss to make your shingles like new again. The water-soluble plant-based treatment extends the life of your roof by at least five years, guaranteed. Call Dave Hart now for a free assessment of your asphalt shingles. 303-710-6916. He will go anywhere from the eastern slope to the eastern Colorado border and from Cheyenne to the southern border. 
Mention Rush to Reason for $100 off your treatment. 303-710-6916. All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Again, we're live at the American Legion, post 1111-9959, Old Wadsworth in Westminster. Uh, just come by, say hi. Lots of cars still rolling in, by the way. So if you get a chance to come out this way, I would encourage you to do so. One thing we forgot to mention earlier yeah, because Louie's yeah. the one that had us out here, and he's my yes, best right? and yours. And I and I missed I, I missed this, and I apologize, Louie, but the little 33 Ford that we brought out, the lettering and the striping on that car was all done by Louie Allison, so stop by and look at yeah, it. Yeah, if you want to see how it's supposed this, to be done. This guy's a premier there you go. striper. I agree. That's all. It's yeah, perfect. Stop by and look at it. That's what, and he's done all my cars, so yeah. he's, he's the guy. He's terrific. Yeah. He's the guy. Yeah. All right, Wayne is up next. Wayne, welcome. How are you today, sir? Fine. Thank you for the call. Uh, John, I wanted to ask you more a couple of questions here. Uh, what is you had that information about that glue about three weeks ago? Uh, yes, super glue, but works better. A Bondex, it's called B O N D X. Bondex. Bondex, okay. And it works. And is, is it clear exactly. or what? Clear. Okay. Uh, BJ Weld makes a clear product like I, I, I never used it like that. I guess I seen it at the at uh, CarQuest yes a couple days ago. Well, this stuff yeah, works stuff. better. This stuff works as well as any glue I've ever. It's not technically not a glue. It's a bonding agent that with the ultraviolet yeah. light activates and it and it works. It does. Use a little uh, ultraviolet light with it. Yep, to, comes with the kit. Kind of like that uh, stuff you use for lenses. Correct. Only this is yeah. just got, it's just just at the end of a little pen light, and you just shine it over the the spot that you fixed with the glue, and it it, it energizes it or activates it, I should say, and away you go. Where did you get that stuff? I bought mine off of Amazon. Okay, is that the only place you can get it off the web? I, I think you, they've got a website where they actually sell it direct on the online on the website if you want. I don't know of any retail stores that sell it because I haven't seen it anywhere. So that's the only place I know is is yeah, online. Yeah, at least yeah. Probably a brand new product. Yeah, a, a dentist invented it. Okay, uh, another thing. Uh, that's right. Uh, mm-hmm. An additive on my transmission. Uh, uh, Three, three, three power gear, gears in it. It's a van. Uh, can I put a can of BG uh, uh, something in it to soften the, the uh, seals? Yeah, there's a BG has a seal conditioner in there, and that's probably the least intrusive. Uh, what kind of problems are you having with it? Uh, the back seal leaks a little bit. And my mechanic mm. down here that works at Napa told me throw a can of that in, it take a while, but it'll, it, it may soften that seal up enough to where you don't have to ch- have it changed. What what kind of car is it in? It's a Astro Van, uh, Chevy Astro Van, 86. Yeah, and that might or might not take care of it. Those had a, what they call a breathing yoke in them, uh-huh. and there's an O-ring, there's an O-ring inside the tail housing. Uh, in a uh-huh. little cup that seals that that uh, uh, slip yoke in there, and okay. those get hard and they'll leak. 
and they don't leak actually at the seal. They leak at the the uh, yo the slip yoke itself. Can they fix it? Yeah, you just, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. You just pull the tail housing off and put a new O-ring in it and, you know, a couple new O-rings, a seal, and probably a bushing, and you're in good shape and all that stuff's available. Okay, then I can have them do that. Than yeah, that's the best way. Them. Well, I, I don't want to mess with it myself here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and can I... Can I, I got that 4, is it a 4.2, uh, V6? 4.3. Yeah. Can I switch that over to, uh, synthetic? Yes. Yep. And put a G GB additive in it? Yes. Yep. MOA. And that'll work a lot better than what I got right now, down the road? Yeah, I'd, I'd do an EPR and an MOA on the next oil change with the premium filter and synthetic oil, and you'll be good. Right. Well, I'll have them do it. They know what they're doing. Okay. Uh, I heard the other day that somebody cut a converter out down here in Ogallala. Stole it. So Wouldn't it, surprise uh, me. I'll be the first one in this area. Hmm. Won't be the last. Uh, nope. But anyway, they, they, somebody, somebody stole one out. Cut yeah. one out from underneath the vehicle, so... That's yeah. kind of rare for this area because, you know, those things, those kind of things usually don't happen so much here. Right. Yep. Agree. Yeah. Okay, I'll let you go. Thanks a lot. Wayne, thanks. No, appreciate it very much. And, I'll, I'll, Dell, I'll squeeze you in. we got a minute is all. What's going on, Dell? How you doing, John? Good, sir. Hey, i got a question for you. I'm changing the fuel pump on my 08 Ranger. Okay. How's the best way to get that stinking ring loose that holds the fuel pump in? <laughs> Jeff's laughing at you. Is, is it the screw in? No, it's got that big ring that holds it in. You got they make a tool. Off. They make a tool for that, of course. But yeah, uh, oh, yeah. they're they're a royal pain. Yes, that's the best way to say it. <laughs> the bigger, the bigger. What happens, I think, is is that that ring shrinks. That's right. And yeah. so you're probably better off just buying the ring, a new ring, and going that route, Dale. Yeah, I bought a new ring. Just cut it off. Yep. Yeah. There you go. You're in, you're in business there. Take a Dremel and cut that there you go. ring off. Yep. Yep. Okay. Watch the sparks. Yeah. yeah just I kidding. Figured I'd you won't have any. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. Dale, I got to run. That, that's how you do it, though. Get that oh, ring yeah. cut off. And, uh, again, guys, we're live at the Crankers Hot Rods Car, Truck, and Bike Show. We're at the American Legion Post 1111 at 100th and Old Wadsworth. And best way to, to get here is really come either 92nd or 104th. Go to Old Wadsworth, head either direction, north or south, and you'll run right into us. We'll be right back. Two more hours coming your way. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.